At this time, I would like to say a few words in honor of the final days of Pesach. You know that this Thursday would normally be the day for Yisker when many Jews throughout the world come to synagogue and to pray and remember the legacy and the life of their loved departed. This year, unfortunately, uh, we cannot go to the synagogues. They are closed. And even though we're going to say Yisker here in a few moments, it should be repeated again Thursday morning to yourself in your home. But what is the message of Yisker on the final days of Pesach? To begin with a question, and that is, when it comes to the final days of Pesach, we don't recite a Shecheyonu. In other words, tonight, when the women begin to bring in the Yontif by lighting the Yontif candles, they only make one bracha, Lahadik Neesha Yontif. They don't make the second bracha, Shecheyonu. And the same is true when we make Kiddush after that. We don't make a Shecheyonu at the Kiddush. And the question comes to mind, why is that? The first days of Passover, we made Shecheyonu. The first days of Sukkot, you make a Shecheyonu. The final days of Sukkot, you also make a Shecheyonu. So why don't we make a Shecheyonu on the final days of Pesach? And the answer is, because the first days of Pesach represent the past Geula, the past redemption of leaving Mitzrayim, of leaving the land of Egypt. However, the future redemption, that represents the last days of Pesach. The last days of Pesach represent the future redemption. And therefore, when we celebrate the last two days of Pesach, which represents the future redemption, and we say to ourselves, but we're still in Galvos. We're still in exile. Look, there's a pandemic in the world. There's COVID-19. Every family knows someone, Rahman al-Islam, who has passed away. It's very heartbreaking. How can I say a Shekhiyonu? I can't make a Shekhiyonu. And that is the reason why we don't make Shekhiyonu on the final days of Pesach, because we wait for the ultimate redemption, the ultimate Geula. And this answers another question. And that is, why do we recite Yisker on the final days of the holiday? We recite Yisker the eighth day of Pesach, the eighth day of Sukkis. We recite the Yisker on the second day of Shavuos, not the first day of Shavuos. Similarly, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, we don't recite Yisker Rosh Hashanah, but we recite the Yisker on the final day of the ten days, which is Yom Kippur. And the question is why? In general, we're told that when it comes to the holidays, our parents visit us. And therefore, we know that throughout the entire world, on most holidays, either we visit our parents or our parents visit us. And the same is true that when it comes to a yomtif, the parents who are in Olam Haba, the parents that are in paradise, they come down to this world to visit their children and their eight and their grandchildren and to participate in the holiday. But yet... We don't recite Yisker on the first day of the holiday of Pesach, but rather we recite Yisker on the final days of Pesach. And the reason is because when we speak about our parents who have departed from this world, when we speak about the parents who have passed on, when we speak about the parents who are no longer here and there's a void in our heart, this creates a pain and a sense of loss and sar and anguish. And because of this, we want to postpone the anguish, we want to postpone the pain until the end of the holiday. And so, 
We don't begin the holiday with Yisker, which may bring up pain, but rather we push off Yisker to the end of the holiday, because by that time, hopefully, Mashiach will come already and they will be reunited with us. So pertaining to this terrible pandemic, many people have asked me, Rabbi, when will it be over? When will I be able to return to my normal life? And to all of these people, I want to answer the following. There was once a historian that made the following analysis. He said, you know, everything in life is irida tzarech aliyah. You go down in order to come back up. If you start from the beginning of the Jewish history of the people of Israel. We went into Egypt for 400 years. We were slaves. However, after we left Egypt, we reached this tremendous high. God gave us the Torah on Sinai. God made us his chosen people. It was a descent for a greater ascent. After Matan Torah, after receiving the Torah, the Jews unfortunately made a terrible golden calf. And Egel Azov, what happened? You read the Torah After we did Shuvah, after we repented for the golden calf, God gave us a Mishkan. He gave us a holy tabernacle where he resides every day in that tabernacle. The first temple was destroyed. The second temple was destroyed. Another Yerida, we had an Aliyah. What was the elevation? We have now the Mishnah. We have the Babylonian Talmud. We have the Jerusalem Talmud. We have all these amazing things. So we see a reader, a descent for a greater ascent. We had a Spanish Inquisition in 1492. We left Spain. What happened? This descent brought about a greater ascent, which was the revelation of Kabbalah. Similarly, in 1548 and 1549, we had Tachtat, the terrible massacres of Chemilniki. And this brought about the revelation of Hasidus and Hasidic philosophy. Finally, in our generation, we had the Holocaust. After the Holocaust, after this terrible, terrible massacre of six million Jews, we have this Aliyah, a beautiful gift that God gave us, which was the Medinat Israel, the land of Israel. And so, every Yerida, every descent, every difficulty in life has to bring about a greater ascent. And so when we have an international pandemic, when every person in the world somehow is suffering, either with health or with parnasa, with losing their job or not able to go to their job, or with the fact that they simply are quarantined, every person feels this terrible pandemic. We have to ask ourselves, what will this Yerida bring us? What will this descent bring us? Simply to say it's going to bring us that we will live again, return to normal life, that is not enough. That is insufficient. And so the hope and prayer is that we continue to use out this opportunity to learn and to become united with our, our friends and our spouses and our children and to truly make this time a time of learning and inspiration and a time of new resolutions. Unfortunately, right before Passover, I lost my uncle, Rabbi Gershon Sabo, a young man of 64 years old. And it's interesting that after my, my uncle passed away, 
My cousin said the following. He said, you know, I pray every day, three times a day. And I put on film every day. And I give charity every day. And in the Amidah, we say the daily blessing, Baruch Atah Hashem, blessed you God, Mechaya Amesim, for you revive the dead. I never thought about this blessing. It never meant anything to me. He says, you know, after we lost our uncle, every day I say, Mechaya Amesim, three times a day, I pray to God and I cry to God, please, please revive the dead. And so this year, Yisker has a very powerful meaning. We ask all the neshamis, all the souls that are coming down from paradise to be with us, to be with their families, to be with their children. We ask them to please pray for us. Pray for a world of healing. Pray for a world of parnasa, of sustenance. Pray for a world of shidduchim, where young people are able to find their soulmates. Pray for a world of nachas, to have children or healthy children, or children that grow up to be God-fearing and walk in the ways of God. And finally, we ask the souls to pray with us to end this terrible pandemic, to bring an end to all of this terrible, terrible pain and suffering, to bring an end to this gallows, to bring an end to this exile. And we hope and pray that this Yisker will be the ultimate remembrance that God will remember us. God will remember the Jewish people and take us out of gallows and take us out of this exile. And so tonight, as we enter into the holiday, Mashiach already will be here together with all those that were lost in COVID-19 and those that were lost throughout the generations. And together we will celebrate with breaking the bracha of Shechiyanu v'kimanu v'giyanu l'zman hazeh. To wish everybody a happy and kosher Pesach, an inspiring Pesach, and to continue to, to drink l'chaim and to be happy and to celebrate on the final day Yisker and to also drink four cups of wine and matzah for the meal of Mashiach. We're now going to ask Michael to lead us in the Yisker ceremony. Will the pages be posted? Um, Michael, you'll speak. What? Uh, Michael's going to post it right now. Okay. So um, I'll read 